and we have a new uh, mom in here. So um, let's give her a warm welcome as well. Um, so yeah, we are coming together because we're ecopreneurs, which um, they're entrepreneurs focused on creating and selling environmentally friendly products and services, and they bring solutions and implement them as. Um, now, ecopreneurs are um, basically um, from Uplink, which is a company that was founded two years ago um, and is rapidly employing a lot of ecopreneurs. Um, they source innovation through competition um, called Innovation Challenges, outlined by the UN uh, Sustainable Development Goals. And that's what SDG was, and that's when I was trying to figure out what that was last time. Um, so, yes, uh, 1T.org is um, a company that is trying to have a trillion of trees, and that's because of, you know, um, CO2 emissions and carbon dioxide, carbon monoxide. We're trying to have more oxygen-based things. We're trying to have more na natural-friendly things. We're trying to um, save the earth and doing that at different scales. And so different ecopreneurs actually have different goals in Uplink. Um, I wish they would have told us more about that like in the video, but I did my research and I dug deep, like right after my nine to five, I came home and it was like, time to dig deep and figure out what's really going on behind them saying all these big fancy words that I really didn't know. So um, yeah, I'm here to break it down for you. So one, Tree.org is accelerated nature-based solutions and is set up to support the UN decide on ecosystems restoration. And basically all that is just to say they're a company that's um, trying to basically have public and private companies plant trees so that, um, you know, we have oxygen. Because honestly, if we're looking at... Um, the problems in the world right now, you wouldn't even realize that the problems is humans ourselves. There's so many humans on this earth and there's not a lot of oxygen to sustain us. And so the uh, WEF is trying to figure out ways how to sustain us. And so this is one of the companies they came up with um, to plant trillions of trees to get us there. Now, um, here comes my, my little opinion. Um, honestly, I'm very much, uh, I will play devil's advocate. That is a beautiful program in a sense of we're planting more trees because we want, you know, oxygen and have an environmental friendly ecosystem. But at the same time, um, the WEF wants to implement technology with nature. So I feel like personally that defeats the purpose of planting these trees if technology is uh, equipped with these trees. Um, it's still some sense of CO2, sense of technology that would emit CO2. So um, they're trying to find even friendlier solutions and that's why they have millions and billions of ecopreneurs and they're basically, their job is literally to find solutions and different solutions. So they submit these solutions to Uplink and Uplink is part of the WEF and they see these things. Um, for example, they have, let me put my paper guys, they have a water, um, water ecopreneurs right now, and it's a new initiative. And so basically what they're doing is they're trying to figure out 
how to sustain society with the problem of uh, fresh water, which in 2030, um, one of the uh, ladies from India said that by 2030, that 8.5 billion will need or have a demand for fresh water in 2030, and it will exceed more than 40%. So things like, um, where is this? They have things like global water cycle. This is one that they came up with. It's integrated annual vaporization of salty seawater, which in layman terms means they're going to take the water from the ocean. One of the one of the solutions that they're coming up with was to take water from the ocean and make it into a gas um, to restore the oxygen in the Amazon because that's as we understand, uh, Amazon was on fire in 2019, and it took away uh, a lot of acres, which equals five times New York City. So just imagine that many trees burning, that much oxygen being lost, and that CO2 being emitted. Um, and now the Amazon is actually emitting more CO2 than it, it used to because of fires. So one thing like um, the global water cycle is that's just by one person who came up with something. Now they had 68 solutions to figure out how to have fresh water. Um, and these are just from the ecopreneurs and these people get paid for diving deep into solutions, finding different um, problems as well. Um, I know Mo said last time it was problems and solution. They create a problem then try to figure out a solution that is very true. Um, so, <sighs> I'm going to get deep into like quote-unquote conspiracy theory but we understand that sometimes the government makes problems and then throws us solutions to to fix the problem which is ridiculous but that's basically how you know the government and businesses work as well um so the problem was latch and cut of the Amazon um obviously burnt too much of the Amazon and that was because they needed more farms, they needed more um, uh, plant-based meats were being made near the Amazon so that was a problem and now the solution is to find water to basically keep on hydrating the Amazon so that it can't, uh, so that the CO2 can stop. Um, there's also um, a young lady was talking about Web3, and we're here in Web3, and um, we understand that Web3 is different than any other uh, space. Honestly, we're pioneering it right now, but we are full of, as the young lady said, activists, and it's very true. Um, if you have ever went to the Raw, uh, Twitter and you know we have Fashion Fridays with uh, Stella and um, other uh, other DAOs that we used to be a part of a big DAO but um, basically we talk about sustaining fashion, sustaining clothes, you know how we can not throw away so many real and digital clothes, we want to recycle, we want to you know do better with the environment while creating different and unique pieces and also so that makes us kind of in a way activists because we're trying to find a different way to make you know items which is like in real life clothes turning from physical to digital um and we're also back in a sense of 
um, education in a sense of learning in spaces like this. Going back because we are giving people the tools, the knowledge, um, the networking um, to be in Web3, and we're starting a global movement. Honestly, um, Web3 wasn't. I mean, for me, honestly, I didn't know much about Web3, but from being thrown into Web3 until now, it definitely is a, go a global movement. I've seen uh, um, people from Europe, Asia, India, there's just so many people connected in Web3 and in the metaverse now that we have Spatial, which is beautiful. Um, we are more connected and we're reaching each other, we're networking, we're trying to change the way that the environment is right now. And um, this is just an opinion. This is my personal opinion. I don't know. You don't have to agree. But um, now seeing this and um, diving into the WEF, when the young lady was talking about people on Web3 are eco-friendly, it sounds ridiculous because we are using technology. But honestly, the more we are on technology, the less we are outside emitting fuels and uh, uh, fossil fuels emitting co2 i mean of course we still have to breathe so we're emitting that but it's less activity outside the house it's less driving it's more meeting people in the metaverse you don't have to go anywhere you can sit at your house and meet anyone so um in a sense i personally feel like the plain devil's advocate you can say web3 is not helping the environment but as well it is in a sense as everybody's getting together and not even leaving the house so um I fully agree with her in that. Um, also, we have environmental capitalism. That was something spoken about. Um, its capital exists in nature on which wealth depends. Um, and that governments use carbon tax to resolve environmental problems. So what the governments are doing are basically taxing you for carbon emissions. Um, to produce goods and services, and is designed to reduce carbon dioxide emissions by increasing prices of burnt fossil fuels. And again, devil's advocate, you can say that is beautiful environmental capitalism because we're trying to stop um, carbon emissions by taxing higher. But in the same sense, we understand there's millionaires and billionaires who, who couldn't care less and they could actually pay the tax. So. Um, that would be kind of like more for middle class, lower class in a sense and not the higher class because they probably wouldn't have problems um, paying that. Um, and then I feel like my last thing was uh, a question I, I have for everyone to think about and then I'll give you like my take but uh, why is the WEF using technology to try to save nature if they could use nature to save nature? And so my answer for that is, of course, problem and solution still, because if you can still cause a little bit of problem to the solution, the problem never really goes away and you always have to find a solution for it. And that's always uh, equity in that. There's always money into that. There's always building something else, building a different business venture on a problem. Um, there's also more people trying to do better for nature and being employed by trying to do better than for nature and at the same time still uh, creating problems 
for the future generations that they'll have to figure out, but they'll be employed by the past problems, if that makes sense. Um, so yes, I pondered that question, and again, I'll say it again just, just so. Um, why is the WEF using technology to save nature when they could absolutely use nature to save nature? And um, that's the end of my spiel, and then I'll let anybody else go. Um, but that's all I got. I'm so excited to um, talk again and be uh, quote-unquote hosting um, because I'm this. So um, thank you for uh, letting me speak and <laughs> give you my opinion on what's going on right now. But um, I, in the grand scheme of things, e um, ecopreneurs will definitely be a thing. It won't just be entrepreneurs. It will definitely be ecopreneurs. So I advise everyone to do more research, do more homework into that because it's basically Uplink is literally hiring so many people to figure out solutions to the world problems right now. And I know most of us sit at home and just talk about these things, but if you can get paid for them, then why not try, right? So um, yes, I'll hand this back over to Mo and if anybody can answer the question, that'd be great. Yay, great, no, great spill right there, Zayos. Uh, awesome um, breakdown on what exactly is happening, you know, based on that video, like you said, and then going and doing your own research, right? Like when we talk about crypto, that is so important. And I love how you really, like you said, took that initiative after last week's meeting to really say, now nah, let me watch this video again. Let me go research who these people are and what their real ambitions are. And that's important because we're in this space. And again, we have to understand that plan in order to even um, be able to make our own plan, you know, so that we can be successful. And that's what we always understand. So thank you for that breakdown. It definitely made it very clear. And I think a great um, recap also for the listeners and for our new members here that have been stopping by and um, present. And I would say um, also to second your question, I do have a random question as well to kind of recap and bring back the momentum for women in the metaverse and us kind of also adding that question for ourselves and for the uh, how we are kind of adding this to our lives as well, which is what is the solution that you are solving with what you're doing? Um, because again, you know, we understand that that's that's a market, you know, having the solution to a problem, whether that's a problem we believe in and, you know, feel like who is creating it or what, you know, this that, and the third may be, that is where that market is, which is problem and solution. So what solution are you focusing on and what products that you're bringing to solve um, that problem? So, but to answer your question, Zay, I think... Um, just also having control forever, almost. A, a lot of these things you see when it comes to like being digital, it's like digital immortality. I watched this one um, show on Amazon, and Amazon always got the craziest shows that be telling people they need to watch. But um, it was called Upload, and it's like you pay for storage, you know, by being uploaded onto your d digital avatar after you die. But you get, you know, um, you have to pay for everything. And if you run, if you got like a lower plan, you can run out of data. And you know, you got your family that's still alive that's paying for storage, and it's just like a way to just monetize life forever. I feel like. In a different way so that, that's just my take on why i'm fusing the two um 
<clears throat> but yeah, I think I think there can be a lot of good and a lot of um, you know different things, different ambitions. That's why I just say you know it's important for us to understand what's happening so that we can be planning accordingly. So instead, that we can use this technology technology to build a future that does work for us. You know, because there are other problems in this world that this technology also helps with. Like you said, us being able to be in whatever state or continent where we're all at, but still being able to find each other. Um, and have these kind of conversations and say, hey, do you see what's happening outside in this bigger picture that's happening and how this new, um, you know, economy is coming up front and you're trying to create a business and this is maybe something you want to consider, especially if you're looking at funding and want to understand the solutions because you'll see a lot of people coming out with carbon credits but not understanding why until you see this kind of stuff and see the people that are funding it we talked a lot about a lot of different interviews we watched last week where they were telling you you got to go where the money's at you know so just understanding again where the money is at is always a great um thing to have in this kind of conversation and i like having these kind of conversations with women so um, that is my take on it, and I will put it over to um, UTD. Oh, pass? Okay, no worries. And um, so Zay, I guess, did you have an answer to my new question, which is, what is the um, problem that you're solving? That's a great, great, great question. Um, well, I don't know if uh, podcast listeners know this, but for uh, maybe a good year now, I feel like it's always, almost going to be a year most since we've met each other. No, it's been a year now. Yeah, yeah it's been a year. Mm -hmm. um, Ever since I moved from the north to the south, I've had uh, mentors that used to help me raise my goats. Um, so last year I had a farm and all that, that jazz. I had nine goats and I had mentors that would help me raise these goats because, I mean, you can read everything on book and, and the internet, but farmers will tell you firsthand how animals are and what to do. So I had two amazing mentors and um, I'm continuously trying to find a solution to the ADGA, which is um, it's a, a dairy goat association. Um, and right now, it has been backed up since before last year. It has very been very um, backed up with data, information, deaths, birth, anything about goats has been very backed up. Um, and I, I've been trying to find a solution for farmers in that position because in that position they can't make money. In that position they don't know um, bloodlines, uh, breeding lines, milking, all of that. Every information they should have, they don't have right now. And to be honest, I am so interested in blockchain breeding and everything blockchain because it would help fin uh, financially and essentially in every aspect. I think it would um, honestly help the economy, especially farmers, in a sense that they use this type of technology. It wouldn't just enhance um, finance, it would enhance the livelihoods of their livestock. Um, so I've been continuously searching for that. I know we talked about, um, I forget the, the YouTube video we watched, that it was in 
Europlastics. Um, we watched it here before, but very, very interested in that. Um, I've been trying to find something like that here in the States. Oh, in Canada. Great one. Um, is it Canada? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but I've been, try- been trying to find something like that in the States. Um, so especially help my mentors. They have helped me, and they have given me so much good information. And to see them... Uh, not suffer but to see them be you know backed up with all of this just because an association that they actually pay for um yearly um is ridiculous and so blockchain would absolutely cut out the middleman and it would essentially help them grow as a farmer um that's how i'm trying to help and also i wanted to say also as well when you said solutions i feel like not just me, but I feel like a solution to the WEF with ecopreneurs is I wondered why they didn't want to hire farmers to help with solutions in the first place because those are the type of people who would understand the soil, the ground, and everything else. I mean, technology is amazing, and, you know, it truly is. It's some technology is smarter than, than um, you know, humans, but humans that were uh, raised to understand farming and and the economy and just everything in essence um, would help so much. And so I feel like- Well, you know, Zay, I I think that's the answer to the problem right there, because they would help and then that wouldn't be the problem, so. Well, that's probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's because I was wondering, like, when they said, let's put technology, he said, I'm gonna find it right here. He said, plant trees and you take technology that is robust and resilient and self-sustaining. But why would you need to plant a tree and use technology that is robust and resilient and self-sustaining when you have people like, for for example, me and Tiny who are at our houses, um, we have a garden, we're planting. We didn't get it right the first few times, but we planted these seeds, they grew, and we didn't need technology for it. We needed, well, you, know, you know, our hand. I think hurt. one of the other things, too, is it takes a lot to motivate people to, to do things, too. Like, if you think about, like, the masses, like, think about how much they just want to keep doing whatever they're already doing. So it sounds crazy, that's but that's why you have to create these crazy problems in order to motivate a lot of people to actually do something about the solution. Sadly. And I really feel it's probably a method to their madness. <laughs> yeah. They think like, okay, if we can, because honestly, if you think about it, truthfully, all of us are cattle to different governments or to the 1%. We're the cattle, honestly. And to make us move and go somewhere, that makes sense to cause a massive problem, a massive disturbance in our lives. So I get it. Um, and I get the fact that they want to keep problems for the future generation to actually make income off of, which is kind of mind-blowing in a sense, but it's not at the same time because, I mean, if we can see that it's happening now. People who are um, well-educated or trying to educate themselves um, and who stick to, like, Davos and WEF, such as you, such as husband, Tiny Eye, um, we understand that these are things that we cannot control. We can only go with the flow in a sense um ride the currents and you know adjust to how things are going to be and honestly i was thinking why would i want to become an ecopreneur 
like why would I want to do that if technically at the end of the day my solution will get me paid but it it's just basically in a sense data mm-hmm. it's basically they're collecting data on humans and seeing how we think we can solve problems and as crazy as it is you're gonna get paid for it but again in an essence we're cattle for data so the end game is kind of fuzzy but at the same time that is where the money is at and times are going to be extremely hard soon and we understand that so we do have to go with the money and the money even if it's kind of in a sense bad in a sense good we can only do but so much and we all understand that so i get it um but yeah my solution would have been farmers because that would have just canceled out every ecopreneur honestly i mean the farmers would have been the ecopreneurs because technically they have been the ecopreneurs since the beginning Mm -hmm. um so yeah that's yeah that's that's all i gotta say my solution to be honest is just to find the perfect blockchain to help my mentors and farmers around where I'm at globally if I can um, and to keep on advocating for farmers I mean we we're we're in a space where web 3 is you know advocating for a lot of it is technically for like building gaming fashion um, and I feel like the odd man out but I will always say um, you know the farmers without farmers where would we be I mean to be honest they're the ones that help us in the long run. They have, I mean, if the world goes to crap today, they're going to use some good old hands, that good old soil, and they're going to know what to do, and they're going to be able to feed themselves, their family, future generations. So I will always advocate for the uh, farmers, and my solution to, you know, the, the world's midlife crisis right now is to, um, is to advocate for farmers, but with uh, a lot of information emphasis on farmers with a blockchain so that they can thrive in um in times like this and especially uh farmers starting to come into web 3 i'm trying to advocate for that because then they can see you know it's not scary it's not new so yeah that's that's my message no that and that's a good that's a good one it's crazy how your problem that you're solving is a problem that the Ecopreneurs are creating, like you said, so it's like it's kind of a ripple effect of <laughs> problems being created and solutions being created. Um, but definitely an interesting take on it. And like you said, you know, thinking about those that um, don't understand this problem, you know, that's arising and that you know they're going to need to revolutionize and use this technology or figure out. Uh, again a a better way you know being able to again do whatever they're doing and just creating something that does work for them you know so that it's not just like their cattle and then having to do whatever if you're here building it you know you you now can kind of start learning how you can again build that future that works for you so definitely a great take definitely like all the bombs you done dropped on us today You've been talking that talk. I'm feeling it for the farmers. They say the farmers. Hashtag they say the farmers. <laughs> um, so yes, I would say the problem that I'm trying to solve is a little bit more on that business tip. Of course, that's kind of always been like my more uh, perspective of things. Anyhow, it's just kind of you know that business front with it. And I would say mine is just trying to organize 
and revolutionize how people can even do business in this space using nfts using the metaverse using the power of your network you know that's why we even organize ourselves as a dao and to everybody to look at themselves you know as in as we all at the got a seat at the table you know so everybody brings something to the table and this all of our tables you know and so just again trying to change what that looks like with how people interact with each other and not just saying it but being about it too you know so it's great to see different people popping in um hearing how they found us and knowing that you know we are making a way and we're going to keep creating spaces for people to come and find this kind of information because just like you said zay maybe it's not something that you want to um, you know, go and pursue and say, oh, well, I want to go and, you know, be an entrepreneur. But now you know that it's, a, it's out there. And now you know that's a market so that you're not naive to that being like a focus. Because like we said, those problems are happening, you know, so we know that's why those solutions are coming as well. So now you're not going to go build in some business that is about I don't even know maybe selling paper or something because that's relying on the trees and you know they'll be here playing with the tree supply because you know that's going to be bad for your business you know <laughs> so that's why again understanding what's happening around you will help you make better decisions about your future and how we can use what's happening to help us plan for that so that's what I'm trying to do is just um, be that example and show people how to make whatever they're doing into that business to get people that's like-minded together and be able to start transforming the future of that together because that's how you get ahead because that's the key to that which is just getting ahead seeing what's happening you know and again building a future that works for you then so then that way you can't happen you can't be mad about it because you know you, you otherwise if you see it happening and you watch it pass it by then it's like you you can't be mad when you gotta do what you gotta do so you know i'm just an advocate for people paying attention and just planning accordingly because the tech is cool like you said we'll be here meeting on on the rooftop with the jacuzzi <laughs> um but this has been cool to all of our listeners like i said i will tag part one in the comments as well as the video that we watched let us know in the comments what problem are you solving and if you don't know answer that question and then make a business around it and then tell me how it goes of course that's not financial advice though because <laughs> uh, it definitely takes work to make a business grow but for real if you're interested in figuring out how you can go physical to digital with whatever you have going on this is where you want to be connected the raw dow meet us on in here every monday same time 4 p.m pacific time and be on the lookout because we have so much more in stores so many more networking opportunities like zay said she led a uh our one of our other spaces where she was actually talking about raising her own chickens and if you want to be on here talking about something that you're knowledgeable in we want you here we want to learn from each other and we want to be able to put others on these platforms and share these messages out to others that want to listen so thank you to all of our listeners that are paying attention we see you we love you we appreciate you and like i said we have plenty more in store so catch us next week peace